when you can hit those goals and know your reason why you set those goals and the reasons why behind it, it's like, damn, that'll change your life all of a sudden. You are listening to episode 78 of the Level Up Your Wedding Business podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Petrinovich, and at the core of this show, I want you to feel inspired to take your business to the next level. And I want to give you the tools and practical advice to help you along the way. So let's level up together. Hey friends, today on the podcast, I am so excited to welcome Kevin Cochran. Kevin is one of my Elevate Mastermind members from my very first launch back in November of 2020. And wow, you guys, Kevin has come an incredibly long way as you are about to hear on this episode. Um, His growth has been insane and I can't wait to share um, a little bit more about his business with you guys. Before we dive into today's show, I just wanna let you all know that doors to Elevate Mastermind are a officially open. I am so excited for all of the filmmakers and photographers and other wedding pros who are about to change their businesses and their lives forever. Um, Elevate Mastermind has been my absolute passion and joy over the last 18 months, and I'm really, really excited to bring on new members into the group. Kevin is one of my original Elevate Mastermind members, and the growth that he has seen in his business is insane, and I want to help you do the same thing for your business and you're about to hear his story, which honestly is just so inspiring. So if you are interested in applying for Elevate Mastermind, I would love to encourage you to head on over to the show notes to click the link um, that will take you right to the Elevate Mastermind page, or you can visit thelevelupco.com slash elevate dash mastermind, or you can literally just send me a DM on Instagram and I will take you right to the Elevate Mastermind registration page. I want to make this easy for you guys, but honestly, I would love to have you in there with us. I know that you have so much potential. The fact that you're listening to a podcast about growing your wedding business says a lot about you and your um, ambitions and your motivation levels. So I would love to have you in there with us. So Kevin Cochran is the co-founder and lead filmmaker of 718 Creative. For Kevin, filmmaking started in 1998 with a VCR recorder in hand, filming jackass stunts in his friend's driveway, and it has turned into a lifelong passion. Kevin specializes in creating wedding films that are exceptionally true to life and finds joy in pushing the limits of what a wedding film's experience can be like. His films uniquely capture the energy, heart, and personality of a wedding and have led to honors such as finalist for Wedding Film of the Year by Musicbed and Make Better Wedding Films, a finalist for Most Popular Wedding Video of the Year by Love Stories TV, and he is the go-to editorial cinematographer for Style Me Pretty. Let's welcome to the show, Kevin Cochran. Hey, Kevin. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Tay. Thanks for having me. I am stoked to talk to you. You are my first official recording back at the podcast. I took a little eight-month hiatus, but glad to be back. So thanks for sitting down with me. It's good to have you back. (laughs) (laughs) It feels good. It feels good. Um, I am going to give a small disclaimer to the listeners. Um, I'm recording this with a sleeping three-month-old in my lap. So if you hear any weird little grunts or (laughs) cries, it's not Kevin. Don't worry. It's the baby. (laughs) (laughs) And she's handling it like a champ. For the record, on the record, you're killing it, Tay. Thanks. I'm struggling through it, but (laughs) we all got to do what we got to (laughs) do. 
Well, Kevin is an amazing cinematographer, filmmaker based out of Texas. I read his bio at the top of the show, so you got a little feel for what he's all about. But um, Kevin, I would love to hear straight from you. Um, Can you tell me a little about your business and how you and your wife got started? Yeah, our business, 718 Creative, we named it actually after the first place we ever lived at together. It was the address was 718 New York Street. It was this tiny little 400 square foot house and it was just where we had like all of our newlywed experiences, the like the fights, the struggles, the joys, like just starting our new chapter of life together and it seemed like a really sweet name to give our business just as all of our couples are entering into that same season, like entering in that same spirit. It's just, it's just been a really cool transition from us to them to name the business after the tiny house. So we make wedding films and we love it. A couple of years back, I never would have seen this being where we're at, but uh, could not imagine us doing anything else at this point. Amazing. How long have you been uh, filming weddings? Uh, three and a half years was our first one, which was like, for a friend, a one-time thing, I'm never gonna do it again. And then we filmed it and just absolutely fell in love with it. And so, so that's we, 2019 or 2018? It'd be 2019 if I'm doing my math right in my head. <laughs> uh, about 2019 was our first wedding and we kind of poked around at it for uh, about nine months or so and just decided we just love this thing more and more and just learn more about filmmaking and videos and cameras and everything about the wedding industry. And then when the pandemic hit, we actually were running another business full time called Corner Booth. It was a photo booth business uh, franchised around the country. And we had like, it was college focused. So Greek events, fraternities, sorority, stuff like that. Training students, running photo booths at the event. Obviously, when the pandemic happened and college campuses got shut down, the business went bankrupt almost overnight. So we'd had this little hobby that we'd started doing that we named 718 just for fun, doing wedding videos, and all of a sudden had a lot more time to invest in it, and all of a sudden started taking it way more seriously. Um, this, is, this is going way back. Actually, before Corner Booth was an accountant right out of college, and... For us, that was one of the big fears of the pandemic was like, oh gosh, like we got to figure out how to make this work or else I'm going to have to be an accountant again, <laughs> like, which was just felt like it was going to kill me back when I was doing it. So uh, that's a long answer to say full time, just under two years and first wedding was about a year and a half earlier. That is amazing. I love listening to people's um, stories and now that we are on the other side of the pandemic, I'm seeing um, at least at least where you live and where I live, and maybe not everywhere, but <laughs> um, stories that you know kind of emerge from this darkness and this murkiness that we all collectively experienced and came out the other side, um, you know, stronger and better and happier, which you know is amazing, and I appreciate that. That's part of your story. Um, so yeah. what does your business look like today? As we're recording this, it's March of 2022. So you're obviously not just doing this as a hobby anymore. Yeah, yeah. We both, I mean, when the pandemic hit, we had to live off savings for a little bit, which thankfully we had. But uh, at this time, it's full time for both of us. So our only income 
for the household is 718 and wedding videos and it's honestly I know I'm it's I hope we're all comfortable talking about finances but it's paying me more than we ever thought we'd be able to make you know in the wedding industry doing videos um, it's been it's been amazing like you said there was so much heartbreak with the pandemic like everything went wrong in the whole world but it also gave us like the kick in the butt to jump careers and jump into this more artistic, more creative uh, field that is just, it's just been amazing. I don't have words for it, but I'm really thankful that we got that kick in the butt to be doing this full time because we're just, we're loving it. Yeah. And honestly, um, I'm glad your clients are probably glad you are too, because you are creating some amazing <laughs> products for them. So <laughs> they're probably appreciative that I went that way as well. <laughs> um, Kevin is one of my original, uh, we decided to call it the OG elevate mastermind, um, whoop, whoop. students or what do we want? Members? I don't know. We're very <laughs> casual around here. Um, and watching you grow since we launched in November of 2020. Um, so in that pandemic season and just watching you grow has been so cool and so inspiring for everybody who's a part of that group. So, um, can you, can you give us an idea of how your business looks right now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would it be more helpful to say like, as it looks right now or more like a comparison from November of, I don't yeah, know when that was. Take us down a journey. <laughs> Let's journey way back in the day. No. Uh, it's been really amazing. And I think this isn't the first time we've had this conversation, Taylor, but when we first joined Elevate, uh, I think I think we were starting at 2800 for our pricing and probably averaging like $3,200 per wedding which at the time, I'm based in Waco, Texas. We don't say that very often, but at the time we were almost exclusively shooting in Waco and just trying to branch into like bigger cities like Dallas and Austin and stuff like that. But in my mind, I would never really be able to make more than $3,500 like tops. Like the most expensive videographer I knew was like $3,500. Fast forward to now, our starting prices are $6,500 and probably about to increase and our average bookings just under $9,000 and still in the same market, the Texas, Dallas, Austin, Houston, even some stuff in Waco in that price range market. So, which is amazing, like money's great, whatever, but the lifestyle, like the quality of life difference that has come from it is what I'm most thankful for. You know, it's, it's less weddings every year. It's more finances to get the gear I want to get outsourcing help for culling and some stuff like that. It's, um, you know, it's, it's more time with the family, which is everyone has their priorities for me. That's number one, like more time with my wife, more time with the kids. And I think, one of the big things that has come from Elevate is not just asking like, hey, financial, like here's business advice, like do this, answer emails this way, you know, dress the certain way for weddings, like, which is all really practical and helpful. But I feel like I learned a lot of like asking bigger questions of like, hey, when you plan for the future of your business, what's your vision for it? Like, hey, what's your five and 10 year goal? Or even like, why are you in business? Why do you do this? What are your motivations? And asking those big questions 
is what really has led us down the road to be where we're at right now. That's amazing. Um, so, I mean, before we hit record, uh, record on this episode, we did talk about how asking why is such a big part of how you got to where you are. So can we dig into that a little bit more? How has asking why just over and over and over, how has that gotten you to where you are? Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, there's so many, I think I first really latched on to how important it was to ask yourself why. There's this motivational speaker and author, his name's Bob Goff. He's like a Christian author and speaker, but he really harps on this as like, this is probably the most important thing you could do in your life is ask yourself why. For big things, for little things, for the direction of your life, like why is this what you're doing? Why is this? And it's just kind of through the years rubbed off on me and now it's like rubbed off on the business. So I think a big thing is a lot of people when they're getting started in the wedding industry, there's a lot of, there's a lot of copycat happening in the wedding industry of, oh, other planners are doing it this way. So that's how I'm going to do it. Like, oh, florists, this is like trending right now. So I'm going to do those same kind of like florals and styles and the same is true with photography and definitely videography. And so I think it's really easy for people when they're starting. And I know I did too, to say like, oh, this videographer I look up to does it this way. So look, I can kind of copy that and use the same part of the ceremony for this. And I can use the same shots here. But it, it just came down to, in the end, asking the question like, why? Of why are they doing it that way? And do I want to do it that same way? Like, what, what's their reason why? Like, I, I know Simon Sinek says that a lot too. Like, when it comes to your business, what's your reason why you're doing what you're doing? And for us, it came more and more down to the fact of like, hey, I want our wedding films, I don't want it to look like everyone else's. I want it to look different. But I don't want it to look different, like just to look different. I'm not trying to be edgy, like just to be edgy. You know what I mean? I like, I hate those kind of people. But asking the question of like, how can I most, when it comes to, when it comes to our wedding films, I want to capture the day as authentically as possible. Like from the coloring to the emotions, the experience. So how can I most authentically capture this day where I leave with like five hours of footage and I'm condensing it down to five minutes? Like that's how we landed where we're at with our films of, you know, we had to ask the question, why are we editing it this way? Why are we using this kind of music? Why are we using this and that voiceover? And that became a big driving factor for us. It's like, we're trying to recreate the entire day as authentically as possible, not just, you know, chronologically, but the feeling, the energy, the experience of the day in our films. So. Uh, that's kind of the journey with films of like asking how asking why has landed us in this spot but the same could be true for finances like the same has been true for our marketing Um, the relationships we're building just asking why has become like the single driving factor into our decisions whereas I feel like most businesses in the wedding industry the main driving factor for your decisions is well what are other people doing like, oh, well, then I'm going to do that thing too. But instead of like really drilling down, like, well, why am I going to do this thing? Oh, okay. And that actually informs where we're going. Hey friends, I would love to invite you to join me and a small group of super ambitious wedding filmmakers, photographers, and other wedding creatives inside my group coaching slash mentorship program, Elevate Mastermind. 
Doors just opened again last week and I'm so excited for all of the amazing growth that 2022 and beyond has in store for my students. Inside Elevate Mastermind, you get access to 35 plus trainings in 12 monthly modules designed to take you through the steps to really elevate your business so you can attract your dream clients and raise your prices and raise them again and again. You get two one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me. We will do live monthly trainings on innovative and exciting new topics and with expert guests in the industry that will propel your business forward. This is an amazing opportunity for you to engage with us live and ask questions. You will have your assets like your website, pricing, social media and portfolio reviewed and critiqued by me. You'll have the opportunity to jump on a hot seat with me live to ask your questions and have your business evaluated in front of the group to get additional feedback. This is optional of course but it is one of the group favorites um, and the best part of all is you get lifetime access to the content and the community so we can all continue growing together because business is a marathon not a sprint and I want to be there for you every step of the way want more info head on over to the levelupco.com elevate dash mastermind or feel free to send me a dm and we can chat about whether or not elevate mastermind is a good fit for you and your business i hope to see you in there totally um so okay i want to i want to kind of dig into that a little bit but just going back to your very first point of how your films look um if you guys are not familiar with kevin's films i encourage you to go check out his website and just watch the first one um that's as of right now listed on his portfolio um 718creative.com um margie and andrew's film i just watched it right before we hit record it is so fun like it's not often that i can watch what like a seven minute film eight minute film and like be still like intrigued by it all the way to the end you know what I mean living in the wedding video world like you sometimes sometimes not all the time but it feels like you've seen one you've seen them all kind of thing um but like I can't even watch my own films from start to finish <laughs> once in a while you know um but yours that was like so much fun to watch it was so dynamic so lively and definitely something that stands out against um the industry as a whole and um I'm that saying is that... like the highest praise that means that <laughs> thank you so much for saying that Tay no, it's true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you that if it wasn't true. <laughs> I know it you was wouldn't. great. Um, and I'm speaking from somebody at, that, you know, I do the slow motion money shots that are just, you know, eye candy and very just, <laughs> um, I would call it like ro classically romantic, which um, is a lot of people's style, which is fine. But yours was just, whew, it's great. <laughs> Thanks, Tay. It was actually, I remember early on in uh, our mastermind group, you kind of talking about you were going through rebranding and really nailing down like the elements of your video. And I remember being like really inspired and a lot of clarity because the way you really accurately described your brand, I got it. And I also had the thought, I do not want that for my brand. I think you just described like your clients are really like digging in and wanting a very like polished, refined film. And I remember hearing that and be like, I get it. And she's totally right. Those people are out there. I would never want like a polished, refined film. And so your clarity actually rubbed off on me in that way and like helped lead me down this journey. That's great. And I, I think that the point you made earlier was right. Like in the beginning, especially we, it's really hard to know where you want to go. And it's a very natural thing to just want to, you know, copy or take inspiration from what you see everyone <laughs> yeah. else doing. But 
if you're not doing that on purpose, if you're only doing it because you don't know anything else, then I think that like burnout happens so much faster. Um, The longevity in this career is not going to be, you know, as (laughs) long. Long. So, and that, that also stems to how you build your business as a whole. Like you mentioned, um, charging more so that you have a better quality of life. You can spend more time with your kids because now you can afford to hire some of the elements away, like calling your footage, etc. And I think a lot of people just chase, um, or they're, they're highly ambitious, so they just chase certain price points or certain, um, you know, I don't know, what do you say, like being recognized in the industry yeah. just for the sake of it, and but they yeah. don't have a true reason behind it. Um, can you talk more about that? Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, it's funny, I'll like set these goals that seem like so lofty, like goals are wonderful, but uh, we just booked one of our first five-figure weddings a little while ago and like celebrated, got champagne, like the whole night, like really, really uh, lived it up because we've been working for that. Like that's been a, I think a year ago, that was a five-year goal of ours. Like, oh, maybe in five years we'll get to do this. Well, we booked it and... uh, it's amazing, but at the same time, when after we finish the bottle of champagne, it, it kind of like the celebration's over, and it's like, well, not that much has changed. You know what I mean? Like hitting this one goal you have in your mind, it's like, well, not that much has changed. What what has changed is over a long time, hitting that goal, like financial goal, over and over and over again, and now I can turn around and look behind me and say, like, wow, my quality of life is so much better because of the way we've built our business. That means so much more to me than like, oh, I'm, I'm on a podcast and so people are listening to me talk and I feel good. And, you know, that's not really actually worth anything in the long run. Um, yeah, dollar amounts, if you're just looking at them as the dollar amount, is, is nothing. But what it can allow you to do really should be the driving force. And I have a baby that's waking up, so it's about to get interesting. <laughs> you do what you're going to do, Tay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I totally, I mean, any kind of goal, numerical goal, whatever, there's almost like this, maybe it's just me, but almost this like anticlimactic experience when the goals hit. I don't, I don't know why this is like coming to mind. I've always hated New Year's Eve, like as a holiday. I love celebrating with people. I filmed some great weddings on it. But in general, like growing up, it's like three, two, one, happy new year. And everyone like throws their hands up in the air and like. And then it's like when everyone stops cheering, it's like, well, nothing changed. It's just like the year on the calendar changed. And it almost feels like that same level of anticlimacticness when it comes to, that's probably not a word, anticlimacticness. Yeah, it is now. Yeah, we'll add it. Um, It's almost that same experience with any goal we've hit of like, three, two, one, a five-figure booking. And then it's like, oh, but now I still have all this work to do. You know, when there's not that like, that oomph behind it, that like life drive. If not, if you don't know the reason why behind all of these goals, the goals really just fall off and are meaningless. But when you can hit those goals and know your reason why you set those goals and the reasons why behind it, it's like, damn, that'll change your life all of a sudden. Oh, absolutely. Can I say damn on your podcast? Oh yeah, you can say damn. That's fine. <laughs> we'll it keep it in there. Perfect. Uh, totally. And I have not personally been shy about talking about 
how I navigate my business and how I have changed routes multiple times. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. (laughs) Your business is there to serve you. You're not there to serve your business. And if you're not able to kind of ebb and flow with how life, you know, throws things at you or how your situation looks, then what's the point of being a business owner? You might as well go be an employee somewhere. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, Like now my mission with my business, like very much so started out as just, you know, creative outlet. For me, as a mom of now three, um, just really needed something that was not, you know, doing the dishes for the hundredth time of the day. Um, <laughs> and but now it's changed. Now um, we, my husband and I, have a very clear financial vision. Um, we want to pay off this house as soon as we possibly can. And so I went from thinking this year I was going to book five weddings to like opening up my calendar a little bit more and like really <laughs> trying to hit it hard and paying it off as quick as we possibly can. Um, and so that's just my, my why now. And so it's okay if things change as life changes. Yeah. Yeah. And knowing that why for y'all, I mean, makes every wedding you're booking, every paycheck coming in again, there's like your heart is in it. There's a reason behind it now. So it actually means something. Absolutely. Yes. Um, okay. So we've talked about some goals. We've talked about asking why, Um, Can we talk a little bit more about how you are doing things differently than I would say the industry norm as far as um, stylistically, I would even go as far as saying branding. Um, Like I was poking around your website and I see some very um, unique features um, I, I don't want to say it on the podcast because I don't necessarily like need like everyone to go copy you or anything, <laughs> but that would be very flattering, <laughs> I'm sure. It would be flattering, yeah, absolutely. So where does this like uniqueness and um, stuff come from other than wanting to build something authentic for your couples? Yeah, I think I think we've begun to understand that not only have we like tapped into something by asking ourselves why and started making our films more unique and stuff like that. But the more we've kind of tapped into that and we've almost put on blinders from the entire wedding industry. If I'm honest, I could list maybe four videographers who all watch their wedding films because I feel a similar spirit to what they're doing as what I'm doing. And beyond that, I won't watch other wedding films because I find they, they make me a little lazy. You know, if I watch someone's wedding film and it's like they got away with that and they charged how much, it's like there's part of me that it like it brings down watching that. So it's almost been this experience of putting on blinders and just running my race and asking why and going for it, like focusing on us and our clients and our, you know, the vendors we're working with. We're really into like teams and vendor teams like that's a that's a big heart on the wedding day. And so almost putting out blinders and focusing on those and just running for those things, we've heard more and more applause like along the way as we've just put on blinders and done our own thing. Not only from our clients who, a lot of the clients who come to us now, I rarely get a client that hasn't used the phrase at some point like, I just want something different or like, I want my wedding video to not look like my friend's videos. And for me, that's easy. It's like, great, I don't watch your friend's wedding videos. (laughs) Like, your day is going to look like your day. Like, I don't even watch the same videos that your friends watch. And that's gotten really easy for us. And again, it's both, I mentioned before, we've raised our prices from a really budget price to a much higher end price. 
Um, and even the new planners were not working with yet that we have barely met they see what we're doing and and even at that high level that really high dollar level uh they're like hell yeah we want what you're doing you know there's like this hunger for something different again because it's there are clients that are hungry for something different and so as an industry we need to have people who are just ready to do something different i don't know i'm rambling no it's so true it takes all kinds of kinds like how boring would the world be if, like, we all did everything the exact same way? Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Lame. <laughs> yeah, it'd be the worst. And it'd also be easy to imagine because it's, like, it's easier that way, you know? The it easiest way to make a film is to copy your old one or copy this other company's film. And it's, or from it's a been photography a standpoint, more... like, going off of the same shot list every single yes. time or whatever. Um, no, but it really I think... would be like death, like you mentioned, yeah. the, the burnout for a creative person to do that, to go off a shot list every time, to go off the same thing every time, like, it might feel productive and efficient, but if that creativity drives you at all, like, you'll die. Like, it'll kill you doing that. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. And I don't think that blending in is the way to win. Oh, yeah. rhymes over here. <laughs> <laughs> Coin it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bl- blending in is not going to get you to your goals. Blending in is not going to allow you to, you know, reach any sort of fulfillment in any way with where you want to go in the industry, creativity, or anything. Um, so, I mean, we're just we're just beating a dead horse at this point. I think I think we get the picture, but it's so true. Like standing out is is way worth the extra mile that it takes. Um, to go there. I totally agree. And it has been for us. So yeah, and you the, it. the riches, I mean, there's this phrase, it's like, so lame that I'm saying it, but I heard it once and it's stuck in my mind. It's like the riches are in the niches is like a pretty common entrepreneurial phrase. And so it's like, if you can find like, Hey, this is the niche that I thrive in and there are other people there and they're like wanting this niche too. Yeah. You'll be better off owning a niche and owning who you actually are. Okay, so as we kind of round the final lap on this episode, um, I'm trying to get creative with my transitions here, Um, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um, Can we talk a little bit about Elevate uh, Mastermind and your experience with that? I am about to open the doors back up for registration. And so if anybody um, listening is not familiar with Elevate at all, or you've been considering maybe joining um, the next time, you know, we do enrollment, maybe you can speak a little bit about your experience so that people can make the decision as to whether or not it would be a good fit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, Elevate has been absolutely foundational to where we're at right now. I don't, like, I'm sure I would have kept growing it at a certain pace, but I mean, it's been absolutely foundational to where we're at right now. I think, I mentioned it earlier, but as we were priced at $2,800, I didn't know a single person that could charge over $3,000 for a wedding film. Like, I thought I was at the top of my, I, I thought I was at the top of the market And if it wasn't for investing in some kind of education to show me, like to open my eyes to there's so much more potential than I'm seeing right now in this industry, then I just wouldn't have known to shoot any higher than I was. I think there's a lot of Facebook groups for 
I'm sure everyone in the wedding industry, I'm not in any for any non-filmmakers, but there's a lot of Facebook groups for filmmakers that really just suck. <laughs> like they're just mostly the worst because there's so many people in them and everyone's like trying to be the cool kid in it and everyone's trying to do all these posts and then they think they're an expert and it's, it's just like such a toxic thing. And that's really the closest thing most filmmakers have, most people in the industry, I assume, have at the beginning to like some kind of an industry community, like some kind of a professional community. So being able to get in this uh, really intense group of like 20 people, I don't know the exact number in our Elevate class, but around 20 people who are all taking it just as serious as you, they're financially investing in it too, they're like sitting in the lives, they're asking questions, it's like helping each other out. Getting in a small group of 20 people who are all running this race together, like at the same pace versus a Facebook group of 10,000 people with just a bunch of trolls and that people that are just wasting their time. Like, oh my God, it is such a big difference between the two. So in every way from finances to community, Elevate has been an absolute game changer for us. Thanks, Kevin. Of course, Petro. <laughs> I was so happy to have you in there. Um, we've been done with Elevate for, oh gosh, four or five months now, I think. Um, our group ended in November, but it's been great just keeping it open and seeing um, everyone still totally engage, share all their wins. We've had um, people like you who've been booking five-figure weddings, um, someone who, when she joined Elevate, had never even done a single wedding, and she's charging um, you know, almost 9K now. Um, and it is just so fun to watch and see, at least from my perspective. Um, so it's fun for all of us. No, it's, it's fun for great. all of us. It's amazing. Um, okay, Kevin. So as we wrap up here, do you have any last minute bits of advice or words of wisdom for somebody in, in, in the industry who doesn't want to just blend in with um, their competitors? Uh, I feel like a broken record saying it so much, but it, it really is the... I think the single question that's gotten me where I am in our career, like in our personal life, just, I mean, everything, asking yourself, like, why, like, why does this matter? Why am I doing this? Ask it for the big things. Why am I in the wedding industry? Why am I making films? Why am I a wedding planner? Like, ask it for the small things. Why am I going to get this lens or why am I going to use this program? Like, ask yourself that big question. And if, if honestly, your biggest reason for most of the time of why is oh, that's what other people do. It's like, you're selling yourself short. You're so much more than what other people do. So like do the hard work, ask yourself why, figure out a better reason to do things than, oh, this is what other people do. I love it. I love it. Um, and this is not an overnight thing. This is something that yes. if you're going to do oh, it right, yes. it's going to take weeks to months to really get clarity. Yes, 100%. Amazing. All right, Kevin. Well, where can the listeners find you? Best way, not on that much stuff. The best way is on Instagram at seven, the numbers 718.creative. That's going to be the best way to find me. Slide into those DMs. Say hi. I'd love to meet anyone listening to this. Sweet. And then again, check out his website, 718creative.com. Go check out his films. They're really something special. Um, you won't regret it. 
All right, Kev. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I can't wait to talk again soon. Of course. I can't believe I get to be on it. It is an honor. I love just getting time with you, Tay. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm on a mission to inspire my fellow wedding creatives to take their businesses to that next level, and I can't do it without you. It would mean the world to me if you would please leave a review for the podcast and share it on your Instagram stories. Just don't forget to tag me at the Level Up Co. so I can see it. Doing these things will help other wedding professionals find the show so we can all raise the industry up together one person at a time. Until next time, friends, just keep pushing forward.